Hello everyone and welcome to Rob's video blog. This is episode number eight. It is March 22, uh, 2015. Uh, today I'd like to talk about 3D movies. Now if you know me, I am a big fan of 3D movies. I've watched a ton of 3D movies. Um, some of them are good, some of them are bad. Uh, some people like 3D, some people don't like 3D. That's fine, you know, it's, um, it's your own preference uh, for that sort of thing. But there seems to be in the industry and just in uh, pop culture in general, a backlash against 3D movies that it's somehow gimmicky, that it's somehow silly, how uh, it, it, you know, it, it's not a real um, filmmaking technique to utilize uh, 3D technology, which I think is just totally preposterous. And I came across this article on the internet uh, written by Roger Ebert uh, back in 2000, uh, excuse me, in 2011, January 23rd, 2011. And it's called, Why 3D Doesn't Work and Never Will, Case Closed. Now, I'm not gonna read it to you, but I'll link it to you. I'll put it in the link uh, below the video so that you can read it yourself. But essentially, Roger Ebert uh, is referencing a letter that he got from a man named Walter Murch, who apparently is an award-winning um, sound designer and video editor. Um, he won an Academy Award in 1979 for his work on Apocalypse Now. So, pretty knowledgeable guy, pretty good guy. Um, however, uh, I'm going to have to wholeheartedly disagree with pretty much every single one of uh, Mr. Murch's arguments here. So, one of the first arguments that uh, Walter makes is that, um, now admittedly in the letter, uh, Walter is agreeing with uh, Roger Ebert that he doesn't like the 3D in The Green Hornet. Now I've seen The Green Hornet. The Green Hornet's a terrible movie. Um, the 3D is, in my opinion, Lazy Man's 3D. It's not very good 3D, but uh, uh, nonetheless, he agrees with Roger Ebert that the 3D in The Green Hornet is silly and he doesn't like it and it's garbage. However, he also admits that he's never actually seen the movie. So I don't know how many 3D films um, Walter Murch has actually seen, but I feel like if he'd watched a couple of good ones, he may have changed his tune. So nonetheless, let's go through a couple of his arguments. His first one is that when you're watching a 3D film, the scope of the film seems to shrink. Now, I kind of agree with him on this. When you watch a 2D film and it fills your, um, it fills your field of view. If you go see an IMAX film, or even if you just sit close enough to a TV or to a screen, um, because there's no depth, there's no real depth. Your eye, uh, you know, is perceiving some kind of depth or uh, making up some kind of depth by looking at a 2D image, um, and your mind knows that. You know, when you when you take a look at a picture, you. You, you, you understand that there's supposed to be depth there. If there's a picture of a couch and it's drawn in perspective, you understand that you're supposed to understand the perspective of the couch, but your brain doesn't, you don't think you can actually reach out and touch both ends of the couch. You know it's a picture. Um, and when you see something that's flat in 2D like that, um, there's no third dimension there. So it takes up a larger portion of your field of view and it feels, it just kind of feels bigger. And I'll put it in quotations. And that's what he talks about is he feels that it makes the scope uh, makes this, the, the scope seem smaller. And I agree with him on that. When you have a third dimension that you can actually, uh, your brain actually believes and perceives as being a real third dimension, um, it does kind of make it, it does kind of make that flat um, image kind of like you're looking into a window. Um, which is part of the reason why I think a lot of people don't like 3D TVs because uh, the TV is so small, it only takes up a small portion of your field of view. So when you look at it and you see the 3D depth, you can still see the border of the TV um, and it looks like you're kind of looking through a window. 
So I understand that perspective. However, when you go to a theater, the screen is so damn big. I have a 10 foot screen in my basement and the screen is so big, it takes up almost your entire field of view. So that effect is extremely minimized. You don't feel like you're looking through a window because you don't really see much else but what's on the screen. So it is incredibly immersive in my opinion and it does not, um, decrease uh, the scope. When you're looking on a small screen, yes it does, but when you're looking on a big screen, I, uh, I just have to agree, I have to disagree with him uh, in that regard. Uh, one of his biggest complaints is that, uh, is uh, in regards to focus or what they call parallax. And what they mean by parallax is when you go see a 3D movie, um, some images either um, are perceived to be behind the screen at the screen or pop off the screen. So if you've ever gone to like uh, Disney or Universal Studio and you watched like some of those 3D movies with like the Muppets and crap like that, they usually have like, you know, uh, Gonzo's nose or Pinocchio's nose poking out at the screen. Well, that's popping off the screen. And then, you know, you've, if you've seen 3D movies or some things where they show like the Grand Canyon and like it just it seems to extend on through the screen forever. That's what he means about uh, parallax and focus. And his argument is that, well, you know, through the whole movie, you know, things are popping out and things are through the screen and things are at the depth of the screen and it's confusing for your brain and it's exhausting for your eyes and blah, 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 blah. Well, clearly Mr. Murch has never seen any modern 3D movies because the vast majority of them are what I like to call lazy man's 3D, which is that they shoot it in 3D, but they never adjust the parallax. So like uh, Spider-Man, the, the, one of the, the latest Spider-Mans, uh, I went to see it in 3D at the movie theater and I was actually slightly disappointed because in my opinion, it was a lazy man's 3D, meaning that in no point was there anything that actually popped off the screen. So your focus was always either at the screen or through the screen into the back of the landscape. And it's not that difficult to watch. And there are very few 3D movies that have a lot of things that just pop out and then are in the screen and then behind the screen and pop out like that. It's usually based on a scene to scene basis. A lot of movies that have uh, falling rain or snow, they'll have that pop off the screen so you feel like it's actually kind of snowing where you're sitting. Um, and of course, you know, a lot of 3D movies where they have like a big landscape, everything appears to be behind the screen. But by and large, most of the depth is very minor depth. You know, things that are shot indoors, there's not that much depth indoors. There's 10 feet, 12 feet, maybe 25 feet. So there's really not that much depth that goes on there. It's really not that confusing uh, for you to look at and watch. And I feel if, um, if Mr. Merch had actually watched a recent 3D movie, he would know that it's not that confusing to, you know, focus on something here and then see something in the distance and then look at something in the screen. It's not like that. It's just, it's just false what he's saying. Uh, one of the other uh, arguments that he makes is that um, when scenes are horizontally scrolled, they uh, appear to strobe and they appear to kind of skip across your uh, field of view and it occurs a lot more in 3D movies. And he's 100% correct about that. Um, if you watch a movie like Braveheart or um, Gladiator where the fight scenes, there's a lot of like camera shaking and you're in there and you just see people flying by past your face and it's like kind of blurry and stuff like that. Well, that's, a, that's an effect that the uh, director has used to make you feel like you're in the scene, to make it more immersive, to give you that feeling like, oh my God, it's so hectic and so, and so forth. And I agree with him. If you shoot a 3D movie that way, and I've seen a couple 3D movies like that, um, where they do have that kind of camera shaking thing and fast scenes flashing back and forth, that is nauseating. And that, in my opinion, is just a director that doesn't understand how to properly utilize 3D technology because you don't need to do that for a fight scene in 3D because it's so there's so much more depth and it's so much more immersive that you don't need that kind of 
that kind of shaky camera, quick look this way, quick look that way, people flashing in front of your face like that to give you that immersive experience. And I have noticed uh, watching many 3D movies that some directors and some producers really understand the 3D technology and they really understand you need a fixed camera. There's no reason to shake the camera abruptly or have something come this close to you know the front of the front of the uh, front of the lens. Um, because that is the effect that you get. And that's the effect of real life. That's not the effect of, you know, a 3D movie. That's the effect of real life, okay? If there's a hand waving this far in front of my face or I'm going this way or I'm going that way, things get blurred and they get strobed. That's real life. So I think he's just used to, I mean, he, this guy's been editing since, you know, the, the 60s and 70s. So, I mean, he's edited 2D film his entire life. I think he's just used to um, not having so much of a blurred, or as he calls it, a uh, strobing effect with horizontal scrolling um, in film. So, again, I, it's not really an argument against 3D. It's just it, it's something he's not used to. And I agree. And I agree with him in regards that if the producer and the director don't understand how to properly utilize the 3D technology, they will be implementing 2D techniques with 3D technology, which does not work properly. Uh, one of the other things that he um, is bothered by is the fact that it takes longer to edit 3D film. Well, no kidding. What I talked about um, previously was parallax, was how some things pop off the screen, other things go deep into the screen, and other things just kind of hover around about the depth of the screen. Yeah, that requires active editing, but you know, if you're shooting a 3D film, and maybe all three, and all films don't have to be shot in 3D. Some of them don't really lend themselves to be that much better in 3D. Um, but that, you know, he's just kind of admitting to being lazy and not like, you know, not progressing with the times. This is a three. This is a new technology that video editors need to be um, in tune with and understand how to work with it, understand how to use it. Oh, it takes longer. Well, yeah, it does because it's better because it's a new new piece of technology that you have to learn. Um, and the last thing is he said is he makes some ridiculous claim that 3D is less immersive. It's somehow not as immersive. And he talks about you know how. You should be immersed in a movie because of the characters and you know the plot and this and that. And yet, yes, I agree with that. But you know, I mean, if you've ever seen Avatar, you ever watch, um, if you ever see a 3D movie that takes place in outer space, and I mean, just some of the visuals uh, in Avatar and in and movies that take place or have scenes in outer space, they're just so incredible. And they just there's just how someone could look at a 2D image of you know like a nebula cluster out in outer space and a, and, a, and you know you flying through that thing and that thing projected in beautiful three-dimensional depth um, and and try and claim that 2D is just as immersive as 3D it's just it's patently ridiculous um, like I said I mean listen 3D is not for all movies all movies don't have to be shot in 3D I don't advocate that all movies be shot in 3D and listen ultimately it's up to the uh, you know it's up to, to the director and the producer and the cinematographer how they want to shoot the film it's up to them um, but I really think there are a lot of really, really great 3D movies. And here's the other thing too, you know, he, he talks like it's like some kind of gimmick and it's going to go away. And the whole thing is like, oh, well, 3D never worked. It's never going to work. Uh, it just can't work, period. And that's kind of what, uh, I think that's the title. The title was, uh, yeah, why 3D doesn't work and never will, case closed. And uh, Roger Ebert's trying to like make the case like no matter what technology we implement it's it's never going to work and you know there's scientific reasons why it's never going to work well they don't present any of them so it's it's kind of ridiculous and, and i think you know it's kind of a bold statement to make that you know 3d doesn't work when you think of some of the really really great movies that have been shot in 3d and are and are 
um, have been very successful. Avatar obviously being, you know, the advent of the modern 3D technology really, really, James Cameron really utilized uh, the 3D technology the way uh, I feel it should be used uh, most effectively. There's tons of really good movies. If you've seen any cartoons in 3D, they're so much better in 3D than they are in 2D. I mean, they just, you know, they make the characters come to life, you know, and they, eh, they stick out their tongue and they do silly things and it pops off the screen and stuff like that. It's just so much better. It's so much more fun in 3D. You know, it's it, it just, you just seem like a crusty old man when you try to say that like 2D, you know, that, that sort of film in 2D is better than it is in 3D. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, so Avatar, uh, Hugo is a movie that is chock full of amazing 3D scenes, really, really cool. Lots of cartoons. Jack the Giant Slayer, uh, Life of Pi was a great movie in 3D. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, Oz the Great and Powerful. Uh, you know, I mean, lots of movies uh, that have, uh, that are really imaginative movies, that have crazy characters, that have beautiful landscapes or wild landscapes, like Oz the Great and Powerful. I mean, they're just, they're just, it's, it's not even comparable. Um, watching the movie in 3d and watching it in 2d it's 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 just not it's just it's just so much better um one thing i will say is you know um people do have uh physical issues with the technology that we have now uh there's a whole bunch of different ways you can see 3d when you go to the movie theater uh, they actually have two projectors on there and they have two polarizing lenses so uh, the light the, the light from one of the uh, cameras is polarized in one direction and the light from the other camera is polarized 90 degrees out of phase with it. Now I'm not going to get into what that actually means but let's just say one light is in this direction and one light is in that direction and basically your glasses that you wear have filters that only allow light in those directions. So your right eye will only see the one camera and your left eye will only see the other camera and obviously when they're overlaid depending on how far if they're if they're right on top of each other that means there's no depth and the farther apart that they go your right eye and left eye see them in different places so that's what creates the uh, the 3d image so that's probably the easiest one on your eyes because it's a continuous image and your right eye is constantly seeing the same thing your left eye is constantly seeing the, the other on tvs and home projectors like the one that i have uh uses a different mechanism it actually um the glasses that you wear are actually synced up to the projector and it actually flashes the right eye image very quickly and the uh, glasses will black out your left eye so your right eye sees the image then it will very quickly flash the left eye image and then black out your right eye so your left eye sees the left eye image and it does it so fast that you don't consciously see it um, and that can cause eye strain for some people um, I understand that um, and it makes perfect sense and if it's an issue for you you get a headache your eyes start to hurt you get blurry um, I understand that that's not a criticism of actual 3d though the use of actual 3d in cinematography that's a criticism of the technology which is fine and you know what it's just like any other criticism when they first came out with computers or cell phones or whatever it's gonna get better the technology is gonna get better um, it's only gonna make things uh, it's only gonna make things better and cheaper so um, one other thing that I will say is if you do go to see a 3d movie and I've watched a lot of 3d movies I watched them both in the theaters and at home um, one suggestion that I would make is just surrender yourself to the film visually and what I mean by that is don't go scanning the film for things to look at because just like any other film you know the film is focused on a certain object or a certain area or sometimes it's you know it's not focused it's a whole scene that, that, that comes into focus but I find that a lot of times if you just relax your eyes and just kind of passively look at the screen all the th the 3d image that comes out and that you see um, you see it a lot better uh, your attention gets drawn to the appropriate areas and you're you, you're not your eyes and your head don't get bothered as much the first couple times I watched a 3d movie 
you're like kind of intent to like see the 3D or like look at, oh, this thing's popping out and like really focus on that thing popping out or look at something in the background to really amplify the effect. Don't do that. Just go there, just relax and just watch the film. And uh, I'm telling you, the more 3D films that you watch, the more I think you're gonna like it. Um, it really is, uh, really is a cool technology that I'm pretty excited about. Um, and I just don't like uh, Joker's uh, bashing it uh, when they've really never used it that much, really never watched it that much, and in my opinion, aren't really leveling any good arguments against it. So go watch 3D, enjoy it. Uh, if you want to come to my house, let me know. I'll, uh, we'll take the screen down, we can watch. I got tons and tons of 3D movies. Um, one thing I will say is, like I said before, you know, uh, watching 3D on like, you know, a 50 inch TV or, you know, a smaller screen or something like that, not nearly as impressive. So I, it doesn't, it doesn't do 3D justice. Go to the movie theater, pay the extra couple bucks, watch it in 3D and, uh, enjoy.